Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Grade Level by Wendy S. Delmater. Looking out through the window of his construction trailer, Tremaine admired the twisting alien columns fading up into the silvery clouds through the poisonous atmosphere. It was nothing like his home in Arkansas, this fog-bound planet, and building from the alien Celtic plans had been quite a challenge, but he was proud of his work. What a job it had been, working from those blueprints. Damned alien plans didn't detail any of the exterior foundations. Strange inset floor lighting, power outlets set halfway up walls. Nash, his gangly geek son, had at first tried to decode the foreign architect's design files and translate them, at least into an old-fashioned 3D CAD format. Better, thought Tremaine, that Nash should stick to the grunt labor of building. Anyway, he didn't need the translation. Tremaine's chest puffed out in pride as he peered through the window at what he could see of the finished structure. He just had them printed on their funny synthetic sheets and was able to build exactly what they asked for. Weird design. Very weird. It was no wonder all the other bidders had dropped out. Yep, it was quite a feat of engineering, he admitted to himself. The Celtic ought to be happy with it. He frowned then. It was just like those twitchy, muscle-bound bastards to answer all of his questions via computer, to not even check his progress until he was finished. It wasn't as if he hadn't been neighborly and asked them to drop by. But they were finally on their way over. The project was at what was called substantial completion, so if the aliens were happy with his work, he'd get paid 90% of the agreed-upon price and have a shot at more projects. The Celtic had agreed to pay in diamonds and high-grade titanium ore. He'll get at least one sparkly stone for the missus, but Tremaine wanted that ore. Bad. With that kind of wealth, he could pay off his gambling debts and maybe talk his wife back into living with him. Of course, if the Celtic weren't happy, certain clauses meant he was in serious trouble. In fact, his workers would practically be indentured servants for God knew how long, and he'd have to compensate them. He'd be more than ruined. But he discounted that possibility even as a mild chill hit him, a chill he attributed to the trailer's air recycler fan. He checked the time. Soon, his Celtic inspectors would be close enough to see through the mist. Might as well be on the lookout for him, he decided. As the airlock cycled through, Tremaine daydreamed about what he'd spend the money on. He smoothed his hair back, donned his respirator, and walked through the airlock into the dim, brooding warmth. He cupped his hands over his brows and strained to see down the hazy path as the clinging fog sucked at him. Not here yet. Well, he could use the time to look over the outside again. The better it looked, the smaller the amount they'd hold back until he was done with the little stuff. The sooner he finished his punch list and made the project look polished, the sooner they'd hand over the last ten percent of his money. But if anybody wanted to compare the project to the plans, why, it was just perfect. Not a flaw anywhere that he could see. 
Maybe they'd just fork over the whole balance, he decided in smug satisfaction. A swirl in the fog up the trail caught his eye, but it wasn't his Celtic inspectors. Nash. Damn skinny kid. Why couldn't he just stay put? Tremaine had told him he had a meeting with the aliens. His son couldn't really talk with a respirator on, but he was waving his arms, eyes wide, clearly upset about something. No sense yelling at him until he knew what was going on. He motioned his son back inside the trailer where they could talk. When the airlock chimed it was safe to breathe, his son ripped off his mask, gulping for air. I finally decoded the plans, Dad. It's all wrong! Tremaine started to sweat. Matches exactly. Don't be an ass, boy. The kid just shook his head and held out a hollow projector with trembling hands. He clicked it on. In three dimensions, the plan looked very different, especially the grade level, the place where the building met ground. Tremaine grew still. You sure about this, son? His son gulped again and nodded, nearly in tears. A jolt stabbed through Tremaine, and he felt suddenly old. Dreams of wealth vanished like the tops of the columns, unreachable, swallowed by heavy clouds that weighed down his soul. Then, I guess we're finished. Shoulders sagging, he turned his back on the projector and its bitter truth, and cycled back through the airlock. Once outside, his tall, threatening clients appeared through the mist their muscles tensing and untensing in the uncanny way of the Celtic. He'd better get used to it. They'd all be stuck here a while due to those clauses. He took a reluctant step toward his new masters, the ones that were here to see the project he'd built perfectly. The building that he'd built perfectly upside down. This has been Grade Level Written by Wendy S. Delmater. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast, My fellow humans blather about global warming, cap-and-trade, clean energy, To the point, please.